So I'm going to say, <clears throat> hello, welcome to the... Hello, welcome to the Sports Council podcast. No S. Sport, no S. Um, should we grab the other beers to get ready for this? Spider 2Y banana. Great cash, homie. Literally nothing. Yeah, undrafted free agent for years, one point seven mil, and he's the best running blocker in the league. Yeah, or at least the top ten. I mean, he, they said, he's an animal. They said that they've only given out two perfect grades for uh, guards this season in run blocking, and he's gotten both of them. Really? Yeah. Welcome back to the Sport Council podcast. Uh, been off, you know, since the last time was two weeks ago, and uh, things have changed a little bit since uh, since we last spoke with uh, with y'all. As uh, as you probably have heard by this point, our Clemson Tigers are the number one team in the uh, first college football playoff rankings. Uh, immediate reaction, Jay. Give it to me. It's a damn good day to be a Tiger. <laughs> it is a damn good day to be <laughs> damn a good Tiger. day. Uh, man, yeah, I was, I was pumped up about it. I, I wasn't surprised. I thought we'd definitely be first or second. Uh, you know, you had Clemson or LSU clearly had the top two resumes and have looked the best out of any of the teams in the country this year, in my opinion. I, I agree with that. I thought it'd be the two of them, too. And, uh, you know, at first I kind of wanted it to be LSU at one. I, I didn't want the Tigers to be number one. I didn't want all this hoopla surrounding Clemson. But then once you see the number one next to Clemson, it's pretty sweet. Can't help but be excited. I uh, mean, we're allowed to be excited. Yeah, I, just, I just hope the know, boys don't get too know, excited. Yeah, we can throw a little party about it. Not, yeah. not a big party. <laughs> I mean, we're, ju- we're just focusing. You know, we're partying. It's only Wednesday. One game season. It's only but. Wednesday, you know. By, by the time we get to uh, Friday when we're on the plane down to uh, down down to God's country, you know, we'll be fully focused on the game. Yeah, we'll hit our nervous phase, too. Oh yeah! Right now we're. Uh, I'm I, I've I've started to creep into the nervous phase, but we, we can talk about that a little bit. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I, I wasn't surprised to see Clemson at one. Um, I agree that it was either LSU or Clemson, but I think Clemson passed the eye test a little more than LSU did. Uh, you can look at the stumble or not the stumble, but n- not a great performance against uh first at Louisville, but that's a Thursday night against a hungry Louisville team desperate for a win on the road. On the road. Um, not an easy place to play either. Defense didn't look great this past weekend, but they proved to me that they can win in an offensive shootout where they're scoring 60 points or in a defensive struggle. Uh, I think they're a very balanced team. I think uh, the committee saw that. Uh, I think LSU hasn't been overly impressive at times, even though they have some nice wins on their resume. But uh, I think the top two is fine. If you flipped it, wouldn't be mad either. Yeah, I, uh, I pretty much agree with that. I think uh, I think we, I think we talked before. You expected LSU to be on, be on top. Was that uh, thought thought there'd be a little bias against our Tigers or yeah, or just you no, know I, people I hopping on the SEC train. Yeah, uh, I, I did think LSU would probably get the nod, but not terrible, not surprised. So we didn't see the SEC bias there, but we saw it a little bit. Uh, them hopping up to number f- Bama hopping up to number four. We saw the SEC West bias. We saw a disrespect to the sec east and the florida gators and we'll, we'll get robbie's opinion on that in just a second but um alabama at four i thought they were too high um you know I, I do like that the committee can look past undefeated records 
but I don't think they deserve to be four at this point. Because if you look at what they've done, they, they don't really have any signature wins. And they lost at home to Ole Miss, like at at Tamu, at Georgia. That's not – Yeah, and the Tam- they're, they're Tam- solid wins. Tamu win was half because uh, Kyle Allen just fell apart and decided to start throwing fix sixes. And now that win's looking worse, too. They just got dominated by Ole Miss, too. And the SEC West biased – Texas A&M and Mississippi State coming in at 19 and 20. I don't know if I agree with that, but at the same time, looking at those teams down there, there really isn't that many good teams. No, I mean, we had Toledo at, even at number 24. They already lost last night in yeah. some ma- Tuesday night action yeah. to uh, Northern Illinois. So, I mean, who, who? yeah, exactly. Who would you really have over those guys? And I don't I don't really know. It's just – That's the thing, yeah. It's kind of top-heavy in college football this year. It's like the top 10, you know, top 10, top 12, maybe even top 15. And after that, it's really uh, – I look at, for me, for me, the biggest drop-off is from 18 to 19. 18's Ole Miss, 19's yep. Texas A&M. Ole Miss up, you have Ole Miss, Michigan, Florida State, the Oklahomas, even Memphis looking good. Memphis – what do you, th- you think, Memphis? I mean, they should. I think they should be higher than thirteen. I, I think it's fair. I, I, I was, I, they're five spots higher than Ole Miss. I, they're. I, I think that's a fair spot for them. Their yeah. next best win is at Bowling Green, which is I mean, it's so not a bad win. Plenty of opportunity to move up. They, yeah, they do. Yeah. They do still I, have I more think it's a fair spot. I don't know. What maybe you could put them at like eleven or something, but I don't think it's egregious. No, I don't. I don't think it's egregious either. I just expect to see them a little higher. I mean, I would have liked to see. I thought Memphis was going to be in the top ten. I didn't know. Where I mean, but do you know Utah's? What's Utah's best win? Uh, Michigan. Michigan probably. Michigan. That's a good win. That's a good win. That's a good win. Memphis's is Old Miss. Yeah, those Which, are very similar yeah. wins. Sim- but similar you can't. Well, you would put. You couldn't put Memphis ahead of Florida though, and Florida sitting there at ten when Florida absolutely dominated Old Miss. Yeah. No, but I don't think. Uh, I didn't think Iowa deserved to be in top uh, above Memphis. Iowa. Th- Iowa's best win is of what hitting a fifty-seven yarder at the well. At they the won horn of beat Pitt. They won. They destroyed Northwestern at Northwestern. They beat Wisconsin at uh, Camp Randall, and they without beat, Clement though. Without Clement, yeah. Still though, at Camp Randall, not an easy place no, to play. Never. Uh, they have some solid wins. It's just they don't have a signature. They don't win. have a signature at Northwestern is their best win. So, and that's what it's going to be if they run the table at Northwestern at a team that's probably going to fall out of the top twenty-five uh, at some point. Yeah, you assume. Um, what do you think about Stanford falling all the way to 11? I did not think they were going to be that low. I thought there was a huge Stanford bias everywhere. Maybe the uh, the lack of Oliver Luck on the uh, on the committee hurt them this year. Looking at it, I I'm not. I, I like Stanford. Um, I thought they'd be around like eight or nine. Uh, so I'm not too surprised they're at 11. But what I am surprised is the big gap between Stanford and Florida and Alabama and Notre Dame. That's what I'm most surprised at. You know, if Alabama and Notre Dame were ranked 8-9, I don't think it'd be that big of a deal. But to see such a big gap between them. One-loss teams, yeah. I mean, what does that say more about? The love for Alabama and Notre Dame or the disrespect for Stanford, Utah, Florida? uh, Well, I I think the committee just gave a lot of credit to Clemson, honestly. And – I think Clemson and Notre Dame helped each other out a lot because uh, they still have Northwestern ranked at 21, which is, I think, very generous considering Northwestern. Very generous. They have some nice wins, Northwestern, but they got dominated by Michigan and Iowa. But you look at... Yeah, what are they, two 30-point losses? Yeah, which is... It's it's not the teams they lost to, it's how they lost. Yeah. Um, but then again, it's first game of the season. I, you can't... You still got to factor that in, but... That that does play a part. You, I, I don't think UNC loses to USC or South Carolina if they play him again. Good correction. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that for slipping up in the first place. But uh, I think they're just giving credit to uh, – they're just taking the Clemson loss at Clemson as a lot better than the at Northwestern loss. Because you look at their best win, Stanford, at USC, UCLA, this past weekend squeaking it out against Wazoo. Not a not an easy place to play, though, Pullman, if – Tough no. Cougars team too. Tough two, I mean, what it came down to a what forty-four yard field goal that yeah. Washington State missed. That's a, could have been easily could have been a loss. And Notre Dame too. They they beat USC at home. It was a nice win. They beat Temple on the road. Um, it wasn't an easy game for them, but they did move the ball pretty much at will. They just yeah, had they, trouble they converting in the red zone. Some big turnovers. 
but they don't really have that signature win either. USC at home is their signature win. And at USC is Stanford's big win. So they have comparable, I mean, identical big wins. It's just the loss loss is better for Notre Dame. Yeah, and they'll have a, they'll both have an opportunity on November twenty eighth if they both have one loss to uh, to see who who deserves the higher ranking. Big showdown, big showdown, and I, I got to get Robbie's Robbie's take on Florida because I think seeing Alabama at four and Florida at ten is disrespectful for I, the Gators. I was surprised one to see Alabama rank that high, and then when I when they were that high, I didn't watch the show, so I was only reading through on. Uh, on online saw them that high and i got immediately excited expecting us to be around seven or eight yeah and to see us at 10 yeah they should change change the uh what everyone thinks about espn having sec bias it's sec west bias it's true i honestly i don't i'm not that mad about the florida 10 ranking are are you really think they're that close to a team as bama yes absolutely did you see how we played lsu lsu like it was it was a one score game it was a one score game we'll see how bama plays lsu this week we'll see I think overall, Bama's look better. Like, what dominant wins does Florida have? This, At, uh, this week like against Ole Georgia. Miss. This old Miss. Yeah, this week against Georgia was a great win. Yeah. Georgia Alabama didn't have has, a chance. Alabama has the same same win at Georgia, though. Yeah, but you look at Florida and Bama, the difference is Bama lost at home to Ole Miss, and Florida destroyed Ole Miss at home. And then both of their next best wins are at Georgia for Alabama and then Georgia for Florida. I would say Texas A&M's a better win for Alabama than the Georgia win. That are yeah, that's that's true. That's, it's another big win, and just how much they struggled early on in the year, and then also losing Will Greer. Yeah, Greer. I think I, the, I the committee's taken into into account what they probably projecting Florida to be with with a one. They've only seen this guy in two games now, so they want to they want to see they want to get him against better competition or more just more competition. I feel like they're they're holding it against Florida because of because of the new quarterback. But Florida still, if they if they went out, I still they're they're in probably. Oh yeah, if they win, if they win and win the SEC, yeah, well, yeah, yeah of course, yeah. absolutely. Uh, it's playing into my top four. But uh, Chris Lowe was saying, uh, ESPN, uh, one of the good guys, he was saying that, uh, which makes sense. He was like, I don't think the resumes are different at all. If anything, Florida has a better resume. If they were to play right now, I'd pick Bama. So I'm not mad about the rankings, but at the no. same time, if you're the committee. You gotta. That's just all eye test right there. That's no resume at all because the resumes are pretty similar, but Florida's is better. It's just such the big. Well, gap why is that I why do you think Florida's better? Because the blowout of Ole Miss. Because their best win is Ole Miss at home, and Alabama lost to Ole Miss on their home turf. And I don't think at Texas A and M is that great of a win, and at Georgia versus playing Georgia is, I mean, pretty damn similar. Yeah, but the and, tide, the Tide also have the Wisconsin win. Which is fine. They, they have the, look, they, they, Alabama has nice wins. Yeah. They don't have any great no, wins. They, don't they have, have nice wins, which is fine. I said I, I thought the biggest gap was between eighteen and nineteen in the ranks between Ole Miss and Tamu, and uh, I think the Ole Miss win is a lot better than winning at Texas A and M. And Bama for me too. Their defense is awesome. I think their defense is great. It's if it's not the best, it's top five for sure. Mm. Um, but I still have concerns about their offense. Not in to win games. Not to. Not to make the SEC championship, but to win it all, I still have questions about Bama. Um, you know, this I, you don't, still don't tr- don't trust the quarterback situation. Don't I don't trust, trust it, and the offensive line isn't as good as it's been, and the playmakers no. around uh, Henry's a beast. But will we'll Ridley step up enough throughout? He'll the rest step of the, up, but I don't the rest of the year to be a big enough factor in the passing game. To he'll, he'll definitely be a factor, but with the quarterback situation, no, they need, coupled they need with they that, need him to be a Cooper type. Yeah, you know, exactly, and I don't think he's quite yeah. ready to be a Cooper type. He has the potential to yeah. be, of course, but I, I don't know. I no, I, I agree with that. I mean, I, I was playing a little devil's advocate. I don't believe Bama should be number four. But I don't have a problem with them being a couple spots higher than Florida. I just think they're a better football team. But that also more than a couple, though. If it was four or six, that's a couple. Yeah, it's four ten. Four ten. Yeah. Well, I think Bama should be more around the six or seven range. So one one thing one thing people have talked about is why does Alabama get excused for losing a game? Yeah. Everyone else loses a game, and it's like, oh yeah, well, oh they lost. Bama, it's like. Well, they had five turnovers. Oh, there was a fluke play. Yeah, I don't understand that it's, argument why, at all. Why, why they had that? five turnovers. It's like, yeah, yeah that's they, terrible. They played bad. That's they part had five of the turnovers. game. Yeah. They're like, oh, the fluke long touchdown. It's like, yeah, it's a big playing game, but that's college football. Yeah. There's college football plays in every single game. I didn't game. like that argument. Look at the Michigan State Michigan game. <laughs> the punter threw the ball to someone. <laughs> Florida State's only loss this year is on the probably the best college football kicker of all time. Yeah, gets a field seriously. goal. Gets a, the first uh, more than 50 yard field goal he's missed in his career, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
blocked and is uh, returned to the house as the coach of the, of the opposing team's yelling, get away. Or is it in the fourth quarter? First, it might be in the fourth it, quarter. It might 50 be yarder in the fourth e- regardless. Quarter. So, regardless. Yeah. He's easily the, the best broken. kicker in college football and probably in college football history. The odds of that happening and them losing on that play is unbelievable. But, you know, does Florida State get excused because their kicker got it blocked to take the house? No. Yeah, and I, it's just – no, I, I agree. I agree. That, I, I don't know why they're the excused. Alabama they shouldn't be. bias is ridiculous. And they, they haven't even looked that great in some games. Like, Tennessee, they squeaked it out. Mm-hmm. That it wasn't out. an impressive – it was a solid performance. It was decent. Oh, they scored the game in touchdown with like two minutes left. Yeah, Tennessee's not a bad team, but you got to take care of business there. Yeah. I mean, Florida had a similar game against Tennessee too. Right, but, right. They did. But I feel like they're penalized more for that. Yeah. Everyone's like, oh, they, they could have lost that game. Everyone's like, oh, well, Bama had it in control the whole yeah. time. You know, they were going to win. Right, exactly. And, and it's like, why? why? You know, w- one turnover there, or, you know, one play, and boom, one stop. or one. They had a couple third downs on that drive. You know, one stop, and Tennessee wins that football yeah, game. Absolutely. And as we discussed last time, too, and Robbie would agree with this, that was Florida's plan all along, too, to just break the heart of Tennessee exactly. like that. So you can throw that out the window, <laughs> too. We won an 11 straight the hard way. Yeah, exactly. So uh, looking at the rest of the top 10, though, I, I want to hear takes on – let's start at Ohio State number three. Uh, we still have a few other teams I'd like to discuss, but Ohio State three. Yeah, I'm very comfortable with Ohio State at three. Yeah. Um, really? Yeah, right now? Really. Who else would you have above them? They get credit for being the defending champ. They de- Absolutely, they, they 100%. Definitely, they definitely do, but they've just beaten better teams. Unless you want to throw Michigan State above, if you want to go with the resumes mm. and bigger wins, I could understand that. I wouldn't agree. But, I mean, who is a better resume than Ohio State at this point? Uh, I would definitely argue Michigan State. That's fine. I would I, argue, t- I test, I just think Michigan State I would State's argue close. Baylor, too, because they both had terrible schedules, and I think Baylor's looked better than o- Ohio State. Um and even even TCU is. Yeah. They, 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 I, I like TCU. I think I actually. I like them too. Moving I think forward, gonna, especially yeah, now I think they're with gonna uh, end up in the playoff with yeah. Russell Hurt. I think Baylor as much. Stidham's a stud though. As mu- I know. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll as much as as much as they say, oh Baylor, you know, it's like we're not gonna we're gonna talk about what they've done, not what we're projecting. They definitely hurt Baylor because their quarterback's out. Right. Yeah. yeah. They, they said it doesn't. That's why I'm fine with. Well, I, I that's know, why I'm fine with Ohio State being better. I don't know if I agree with that entirely. I think that might be true, but at the same time, they've said all along how scheduling is is going to have such an impact yeah. on this. And Baylor has had a terrible schedule. But look at this, for example: Ohio State's ranked three, Iowa's ranked nine. Obviously, we think Ohio State's the better team. Not arguing that. Yep. Ohio State's best win: Penn State at Virginia Tech at Indiana, Iowa at Northwestern at Wisconsin, Pitt. Yeah. They they have no losses, both of them. I think you, you you factor in the eye test, of course, too. And Ohio State, they've been up and down with the eye test. And Iowa, meanwhile, destroyed Northwestern at Northwestern. Um, but, uh, you know, I think they 100% have a lot of bias in putting Ohio State at three from what they did last year. That, yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine with that, though. Just I mean, because they are the, such a great team. And we great we team. project them to be there. You're fine yeah. with that. I'm I'm fine with it because of how good they can look at times. You know, obviously they've struggled. It seems like they're a lot like Florida State last year, you know, with the laziness. You know, it's like they almost don't get up for the games. But all of a sudden it's like, oh, we need to turn it on. Boom, the Maryland game. They scored like four touchdowns in the fourth quarter. And boom, that was a blowout all of a sudden. The, the way Maryland. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, I'm just like, with their coach getting fired after the game, fired, then they just, knew it. And they saying, didn't want to play for him to begin with. Games like that, it was a seven-point game right. in the fourth quarter, and they blew it open at the end. Yeah. That's kind of what Ohio State's done in a lot of games. They've shown they have the ability to turn it on, and I think we'll see that more as their schedule gets tougher. I'm, uh, I'm excited to see what they do against Minnesota this weekend. The Gophers. The Gophers, after a tough loss. Uh, yeah, tough. I don't even want to get into the yeah, Gophers. Yeah. Tough loss, tough Tough week watching Coach Kill. Coach Kill, uh, g- good man, great for the sport, but I, I don't want to get into that no, right no, now. No. But um, all right. So, uh, Rob, any takes on Ohio State three? You, you good with that? Uh, I'm, I'm okay think? with it. I, I I was honestly expecting them to be number two. I, I thought Clemson was going to be three, LSU one, just because they were the incumbent. They were going to be given the benefit of the doubt. Was that based off the coaches and AP too, or you think just? But yeah, because they have been because sitting at number one, one there, this whole just time. Thought, yeah. I don't think you can take the incumbent out of the top four at any moment. No. If they have no losses, you can, absolutely. I, I, I know you're not supposed to take year by year, but you can't 
to have the champ not have a shot and they've at defending m- their title if they haven't lost. The, I feel like the difference between them and fl- the way Florida State played last year is that Ohio State has, hasn't. They've been in close games and they haven't looked good, but Florida State ha- really had to claw back in games, and Ohio State was never really behind. They were just in close games. That's, yeah. that's a big difference. That's a good point. Yeah, Florida, Florida State was like down twenty-one yeah. to, to Louisville. It's like that Louisville. was almost more impressive though than, yeah, than yeah, being yeah. in a close yeah. game. Just to say, like, all right, like we spot them twenty-four. Let's go out and win this thing. Yeah, it's like we're down, we're not. I think they're down Florida like, State second half was the easiest bet. <laughs> like free like, money. Like down twenty, Jameis throws a pick, runs up, makes a tackle, strips it. Florida State gets the ball, goes scores twice in a row, six-point game. All of a sudden, now if Michigan State or not if Michigan State, if Oregon wasn't didn't fall off like they did. If Vernon Adams stays healthy, Oregon, you know, maybe loses a close one at home to Utah, but doesn't drop the game to Washington State and looks better than they do. Do you think Michigan State gets a nod over Ohio State? Or do you think that loss or that win has just become a whatever win almost? It's become a whatever win, which is kind of unfortunate because Vernon Adams, I know he was banged up. He, He still was playing in that game, though. You know, he was hurt. They still, you know, what they score, like 37 points. Um, I think that the the key for Michigan State is, again, like the eye test and what they did against the weak part of their schedule. But, I, I mean, I just – I you know I'm not a Michigan State fan. I think they're terrible. With I, Michigan State, though, I know, but beyond they, the they eye have, test. They, they, ha, they have some quality wins, but it's just they play to their opponent. They, exactly. They More find a way to anyone. win, though. They yeah. find a way to win that big game. Every they, time. They do. Every we'll, time. We'll see. That we'll Baylor see game last weeks. year, Michigan this year, Michigan was such a fluke. That's just Michigan State. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's something about them. I mean, I, I appreciate the finding a way to win argument, but I think that was more Michigan finding a way to lose on that one. On that one. But what about, like, yeah. what about the Baylor? That was Baylor finding a way to lose, but also Michigan no, that, State. that, that they, was Michigan that State. That was an exciting game. Yeah. They, they pulled it out. Yeah. So you're fine. Okay. And then let's just talk, uh, touch on the, the, Big, the 12. Big 12. The, the Baylor Baylor at six, TCU at eight, and then Oklahoma State fourteen, Oklahoma fifteen. I, I'm fine with it because I with I, all of them. I, I like. I, I think TCU should be a little higher, but ahead you know, of Baylor. No, I think they should be out of Michigan State. So just Michigan. So just Michigan State. Yeah. Well, I also wouldn't hate if they're ahead of Notre Dame. I, I I like giving a little more credit to the undefeated and in and even Alabama. If it, looking at the schedule or. Looking at the schedules, the resumes so far for me, if you're going to have Ohio State in the top four, I think you put Ohio State at four, you bump Baylor up to three, and I think Alabama and Notre Dame are on the outside looking in. So you have them five, six, and you have TCU at eight and Michigan State at seven? So you're fine with the TCU ranking? Yeah. Or do do you have Florida at eight and TCU at nine? No, I would probably have – I would probably have TCU. I might have TCU and Michigan State maybe ahead of Bama and Notre Dame. Okay, see, I'm fine. Yeah, see, I I don't like. I like that they give credit to people for you know scheduling tough, but there's still something about going undefeated and winning all your games and gritting them out. Right. And I think TCU's looked a lot better lately. You know, and Boykin looks unbelievable. I think he's my Heisman front runner at this point, even yeah. over Len. We, we, but we forget about Lang who didn't play recently. And you can't. And the D looks good. Well, that's the thing. It's all on the D. The offense yeah. is going to look good. Yeah. Boykin's going to be the Heisman front runner, you know, from here on out. He's, I mean, it's him and Len back and forth right now. Hopefully, Deshaun. People creeps are up talking about DW four creeping up. I think uh, SI had Len, then Boykin, then uh, Derrick Henry, then Deshaun, and then uh, McCaffrey. I think it's one two way ahead of everyone in Boykin and Len, but I think Deshaun sure. could he, be three. Um, yeah, he's a great, great value pick right now. Thinking that if if they if he ends up in the college football playoff and one of those and those two teams don't, there's a very good chance that he ends up, uh, w- you know, winning the Heisman. Because running backs, we always see this. They dominate early in the year. Look, Dalvin Cook was up there number two. He sits out one game, they lose. He's not even in the top five anymore. Was he? What has he done? He's missed one game to knock that. Like, yeah. it's kind of ridiculous yeah, how how much it matters for people winning. And if LSU lose this weekend expect Len to drop a little, even though we all know he's the best player in college football. Yes, he he's a man child. But little tangent there, but looking at the looking at the Big Twelve, so you have Baylor, their best game so far, probably West Virginia at home, Texas Tech at home, Iowa State at home. Then you look at Oklahoma State sitting there undefeated at fourteen, and their best wins are at West Virginia, 
at Texas Tech, at Texas, all on the road. Obviously, Baylor's look much better in doing this. Yeah. But it's interesting to see how they, they just compare the, yeah. like, how they did last year, the eye test with the resumes, because clearly Oklahoma State has a way better resume than Baylor's, not even close. Baylor much better in the eye test, but that still leaves them eight spots apart. No, I, agree. I, I, I just think Oklahoma State's not that good. Like, you know, they're 14, they're undefeated. I'm, I'm fine with them being ahead of Oklahoma. I think Oklahoma's real good. I, I like Oklahoma a lot. I think they're going to ruin TCU or Baylor season. I thought it was going to be TCU. Now you're leaning Baylor with now the I'm Russell injury. Baylor with the Russell injury. You love Boomer Sooner. I, I just, I think they're, I think they're a real good squad. I'm a big ba- Baker Mayfield guy. Um, we're going to find out a lot about Oklahoma State this weekend against TCU. Can they get any stops? The Bear picked uh, OK State over picked TCU. Picked the Cowboys? Wow. Yeah, picked the Cowboys. But it's funny. Two weeks ago, we talked about Oklahoma State being like an 8-4 and four team. They're 8-0, no, so they better uh, – <laughs> Well, I, they, I don't know if they're losing that Iowa State game. Uh, yeah. But yeah, they got – I mean, the, I like how the Big yeah, 12 backloaded the schedule. They were like, we have four good teams this year. They're all playing each other in November. So, you know, they haven't really played anyone. We can all bitch and moan about how they haven't played anyone. But now they're all – the Big 12 is on the forefront the next four weekends. You, you think that, comp- that they're trying to compensate for the lack of a championship game? Yes, having absolutely, all 100%. Yeah, what have yeah, you done yeah. for me lately? Yeah, you hit you hit that on the head. Of course. Um, you know, if they, they just need it's one – t- they would have been really happy if Oklahoma was undefeated too because then the odds of one of them going undefeated through all yeah. this would be very high. Um, I think Baylor ends the season with two losses. With two. Really? two. Wow. Who do you That's think they lose pick. to? I think they lose to TCU and Oklahoma. TCU and Oklahoma. Wow. You don't think they win one of them? Nope. All right. They, they'll beat Oklahoma State, but one of both of them, they're going down. And I think, though, uh, Jared Siddham, he, he's a true freshman. Right. That's, that's and, and I get quarterback said. I get he's got a lot on his plate, and this is a big stage, but he was, he, he was one of the most highly touted quarterbacks coming out this past year. He was a uh, which isn't something Baylor often gets. Right, exactly. Normally they're getting three-star quarterbacks that were ranked like 24th in Texas or whatever at their position and plugging them in and playing. But this is this was a guy that could have went anywhere in the country. And I I understand that it'll, it could cost them a game. Yeah. But he, he's also playing against terrible defenses for the most well, part. That's one, the thing. One loss and they're out of the picture anyway. Right. Agreed on that. Absolutely. But uh n- another thing about the Big 12 so it hurts them that they don't have a championship game. We, we can all agree on that. Mm-hmm. But this is kind of going back to last year. So if they had a championship game and TCU and Baylor played and the winner ended up going to the playoff, why does that decide who's someone who's better? Like, why does that make their resume better? They already played. Who cares? Well, it's, that it's would one probably... more quality win, but it's like, so it's pretty much just decide who's better between the two. Well, th- that's... So why, is, why, is one, why are they a better team because they played each other and one of them won? What do you say? Are you, you're Why saying, does that make their resume better? Just because they play again. Well, well the, the thing with the conference championship, it, it would be different if it was a 12-team league and you had your divisions and yeah. you didn't play every single team. Now, they could have had an overlap. They could have played each other twice. And if, But I'm saying, so you put Baylor and TCU play again. Baylor beats TCU for the second time this season. Now their resume is just better because they got to beat them twice. I think, I think so. so. And yeah, then you, TCU's that, resume is better because then win. they, they, wa- they lost sl- and they won. My point is, how come them playing – would make them one of them better. You know what I mean? It's like they're still the same team. Just because they play each other and add another game, one of them has to have a quality win. No, I, I disagree. Just, I don't like. I, I don't we, like that. I, we always I, argue about how I, teams are getting yeah. better as the year goes but on. But they all and, play we, each other anyways. That's why I don't think it matters. Well, I, within the Big Twelve, within a ten-person league, yeah. a ten-team league, I see what you're saying because they all play each other, and that's what they said. They say one true champion, and I get that. But um, at the end of the day, for every other conference, that's another quality win on their resume. You look at Stanford playing Utah potentially in the Pac-12 championship. That's a game not on the regular season. That could be two top 15 teams playing each other. That's an extra nice win on the resume. So I, I get I, what you're I, saying. In I, a 10-team league, under, it makes sense. I understand what you're saying. that. So say, so say Stanford and Utah were 5-6, and six, and then there was four other teams who were better. They're 5-6 and six before they play the game. Why does the winner automatically go to four? Why should that game matter for one of them to hop in another team? They wouldn't. Well, that's what's the context there, though? Who loses? Or you're just saying they I'm automatically hop someone? I'm just, I'm just saying in general. That's what happened to TCU and Baylor last year. If they had played and they would have technically been five and six, the winner would have hopped to four and hopped over Ohio State. 
why why should that be? I well, just think the committee. You know, why should the winner to the between five, having to play more games? Or why should the put, winner ha- have to hop over the winner of the five six game? Why should they hop over the fourth? That's my point. They That's shouldn't I don't automatically. Think, hop I don't think over no, the fourth. but they said pretty much if last year if they had a title game and one of them won, they would have been in Ohio State because they would have had one more quality win. That's my point. Why should five six playing hop them over the fourth best team? It's fair. Is it fair? No, no. I mean, it's fair for you to say yeah. that. Like, that's a, it's a valid argument. But I also, like, like I said though, if it's another like, if you're looking at the five team and, or, or even better yet, if you're not playing in a conference championship game and everyone else is in the top six or seven, and you get that extra quality win, that that could change your resume. That could be your third best win, being bumped from playing, uh, you know, at Cal if you're Stanford, or it could be playing Utah. Yeah, I mean, I I, under, another, I understand it's another quality win. I just don't like how you know five and six playing each other would pop them over four. All right, Michael. I, I'm, I'm not, all right, Michael. Uh, that's what I'm saying. It's just you know one thing about the Big Twelve. You know, they maybe they need a title game, but then all the teams wouldn't play in the regular season too. They just we, 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 we wouldn't have game. this no, exciting November. The, the big problem with the Big Twelve, though, beyond the the title game, is they're out of conference scheduling. That's 100 percent the biggest issue. Definitely, if, definitely if Baylor was playing, uh, you know, Tennessee and another quality school out of conference, and they lost a game, maybe it wouldn't make such a big difference without a title game. But that's, so, so you're saying you, Oklahoma could sneak in? Well, I don't know with the loss to Texas after they just lost to Iowa State. Yeah, but if but if Oklahoma's loss was to someone solid, then yes, that's that's my problem with Oklahoma right now. Yeah. If they're a one loss team who lost to Texas, I know it's a rivalry game. Throw it out the door or throw records out the door, but that's but not you, a good Texas. It's, team. Not, it's not like it's a seven and five Texas team. Yeah, this is potentially be like a four and eight five and seven so, Texas team. That's the problem with Oklahoma. But if you schedule at a conference, if you're not playing Lamar, Rice, and whoever they played, uh, I think that you don't have to worry about the conference championship game as well. They played the Ponies. Yeah, Pony Up. I love the Ponies. Pony Up. One and seven. First half covers. First half covers. Coach Chad Morse. Coach Chad. All right. Um, any other comments on the uh, initial ranking? Any, anything we want to discuss? Anything else? Or I was going to say something about that your Texas comment there. I think if Texas – would have been either TCU or Baylor of last year having the better resume, they wouldn't have gotten jumped. That's, oh, yeah. That's the difference. We have a. It, it, it's not that they could sneak in now with one loss, but if they were one of the teams and they had a better resume last year, they wouldn't have been jumped. Oh, yeah. I, I think I, I agree. Texas or Oklahoma. Yeah, yeah. of course. If, if you uh, listeners out there, all seven of you want a good, <laughs> good read, just tune into last year's article by yours truly on that. Definitely. We got into it, so yeah. check out the sport counts. Yeah, please check out the sportcouncil.com <laughs> articles from last year. No S, cycle. though. No, no S, sport. No uh, Robbie, Robbie, do- wait one sec. Before we talk about the matches for next week, uh, do you want another a uh, Blue Moon Harvest Pumpkin Ale? Sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, let me I'll pass take, you on. I'll take another. Uh, yeah, great Very sponsor for us. Sponsor Thank hit. you. Jay set this one up. Appreciate him grabbing it at the corner store. It was all the sponsors. <laughs> all the sponsors, you know. They pushed they make it, it easy. They pushed it Pretty on good, us. though. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a yeah, it's a pumpkin beer. Seasonal. Or, I mean, tis the season. It's it's an orange time, and uh, we're all about the tigers at this moment. So anything orange is good by <laughs> us. On that note, big games this weekend. Where do you want to start? Uh, Alabama, I, LSU. No, or I think you want Texas, TCU, think, Oklahoma State, or just go into the Tigers. Well, <laughs> how about we just do this unbiasedly and just start with the number one team in the country? <laughs> <laughs> Can we do that? Uh, that's fine I think by, that's that's fine by me. Then we just might not get to the other games. Uh, work our way uh, actually, them. yeah, yeah. Maybe we should work our way to the number one team. Yeah, in the we'll, country. we'll work our way. So All right, so quick touch on Oklahoma State first. Let's start. Yeah, we'll start at number eight versus number fourteen. TCU against Oklahoma State. Horn Frogs versus Cowboys. Trevon Boykin and uh, high power TCU attack. Oklahoma State's going to score hundred points. Head, to win head, this game. Heading into uh, Stillwater. Tough. Not an easy place to play. Not an easy place to play. Uh, I I think TCU wins the game. I think they win going away. I don't think Oklahoma State's that good. I've been, been all about been saying that. I know they have some decent wins. I test. I just don't trust Oklahoma State, and I just think Trevon Boykin puts up 60 points on them. I think they could put up 60 points, but I also think that <laughs> Oklahoma State could put up 63 potentially based off of what they did to Texas Tech. and. I don't think TCU's defense, how banged up they are. I think they're better than Texas Tech, but I don't think they're that much better. And TCU, too, on the road versus at home, completely different team. 
Yeah, they've gotten a lot better, though, defensively recently. They only let up uh, 10 points to West Virginia last Thursday night. That West Virginia, couple, though. I know, they're, I know they're struggling, and they dropped two open touchdown passes. That really hurt anyone yeah. who had the over. And, <laughs> and, um, and a, a big thing, though, is that uh, they got the extra couple days of rest, you know, a couple more days to prepare for Gary Patterson's defense. You know, he's been questioned a couple times this year. It's like, And he said, you know, before the Texas game, he was like, I've, I've, you know, beaten worse, uh, beaten better with worse. So, you know, he's got a little chip on his shoulder. I think people are questioning him again going into this game against Oklahoma State, and I think they come out and make a statement. I think this is a statement game for TCU. Interesting. Okay, I think so. The West Virginia game, like you said, two drop TDs, also two West Virginia just finishing a brutal slate. So yeah, I don't, I, I don't put too much weight into how they played defensively that game. I think. You know, Stillwater, it's not, it's, it's going to be tough for them. I, I like the extra rest, and I know what you're saying. But at the same time, now that Russell is out for Baylor, people are starting to flip their picks between Baylor and TCU. It's starting to I'm be, one of them. yeah, it's starting to be less, uh, oh, like, forget about TCU. It's all about Baylor. Now it's starting to be, oh, okay, TCU, they, they look like the front runner. So I think, yes, you're right. They kind of, still do have a chip but at the same time now they're starting to be viewed as the front runner yeah but still they got thrown as number eight in the ranking as an undefeated team that's true i I think that'll help help propel them um they know how big this game is i didn't know how uh how oklahoma state was going to react after the uh tragedy in stillwater a couple weeks ago they came out real sluggish against texas tech i know texas tech can put up points but they, they look vulnerable. If they fall down like that to TCU and have another, another sluggish start, I don't see them coming yeah. back in that game. I don't know if I agree with that, though, because they've been down. OK State's been down all year. They've, they've been down in multiple games all year, and they fought back. They fought back. They have fought back, but I think TCU is the best TCU, team they're going TCU against. TCU is the best so team they're going against. They could put them out if they get up to that lead. I think they're going to get up a couple scores in the first half, and then we're just going to see Trevon Boykin having a nice little Heisman moment, putting himself atop the charts. Uh, after this week, where's, okay. he, where's he now? Where's where he file in the rankings? Second, probably. Second. Time, or time yeah, time. one or oh, two, behind. wherever you look. They're they're Four neck nine. and neck. Yeah, but that's just because Lan hasn't really played. Well, lately. I, I think that Boykin will have a great game. Not concerned about him at all. But I, I think uh, and Josh th- Dobson's so good. I think what uh, J W Walsh brings to the table too is uh will will be good for the Cowboys against uh against TCU here and. I still like TCU to win as well, but I think it's going to be closer than you think. Uh, that's fair. I think I think uh, TCU wins by three scores. I think but it's more of a touchdown game. Yeah, I'll take three scores. He'll take three scores. He'll do it. All right. So Big Twelve. We've been on it for a while. Let's move on. It's to a lot the, of Big Twelve talk. A huh? lot of Big Twelve talk after not talking about it for the first. All our minutes. listeners yeah, there enough. in Big Twelve country. Ah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> On to LSU-Bama. LSU, like six and a half, seven-point favorite now. I'm sure Jay could give us the exact number. <laughs> it was opened at six, or was at six. Now it's at six and a half. Yeah, I thought it was six and a half. Um, I'll steal a fact from uh, our man Bear uh, at ESPN. Last five, I believe last five, he said last five times LSU was a road dog. They not only lost every game, but they failed to cover as well. Hmm. Interesting. So doesn't bode well for them playing the Tide. Also, I don't remember the exact numbers, but last like four times they played the Tide, I don't think they eclipsed uh, like seventeen or fourteen points. Yeah, they've lost the last three matchups, I believe. Three, three. Tide. So, um, I, I just don't know if Brandon Harris can do it. I, I, I mean, they have receivers on the outside. They have Len. Obviously, Bama is just gonna sell out to stop the run. They got the, probably the best defensive line in the country. Can Brandon Harris make a couple throws to keep them honest, open up some running lanes for Len? LSU, though, Bama probably has the best D-line in the country. LSU probably, if they don't have the best O-line, they have a top five O-line in the country. So that's going to be a great matchup. At the end of the day, I give the slight edge to the Tide in that department. But um, I I think it's more, I I don't see Brandon Harris doing much in this game. I I know you might disagree on that, Rob. I mean, I hope he does better. For my picks and for for Florida, it bodes well for LSU to stay undefeated until we beat them in the SEC championship game. Absolutely. So I'm hoping – I'm rooting, rooting for LSU. I mean, and I think Alabama's strength on their defense is their run is their run stop. And so if, if Leonard Fournette is really the best player in the country well, – We have, have strength on strength. One-on-one. On one. Good on good, as Dabo likes ma- to say. Fun matchup. I'm real happy it's the 8 o'clock CBS game. 
uh, and they moved ESPN. Just was like, we're not competing with that. Put everything at three thirty. We even got Kirk and Fowler, their number the one boys. team, on the call at three thirty down in Tiger Town. Who do you got in the game, Jay? Who do you got, Bama? Well, I got Bama, and I got Bama covering too. For me, it comes down to this game is in Tuscaloosa. Yeah. If, if it was in that other Death Valley, that secondary Death Valley, I might be having second thoughts. But one, I don't think Bama is losing two games at home this year. And they can, but I, I don't see it happening. And two, LSU is a completely different team at home. And if it was a night game in Baton Rouge, it would be hard to pick against LSU. Yeah, you can't. You can't. You can't. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, it's tough. That's I, that, that, I think that's a big. I think that's a touchdown swing. You know, in most cases Absol- they say it, it's a field goal swing being at home or not. I think that's this, more of the NFL, but yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, true, true. Well, when you're playing two blue bloods two like that, teams. though, yeah. you, it's yeah. a little more even to yeah, say. It's like I think it's at least you know a touchdown swing there. So I I, I agree. Pro- probably is. I th- I think the Tigers are gonna win. Yeah. I'm on your side. I think. Didn't you pick Bama though? Yeah, I changed. You're switching. He's switching. <laughs> He's got TCU and uh, yeah, no, LSU this week. C- completely changed. Um, I think Bama's good. I just I think Brandon Harris has just sh- shown enough for me recently to yeah. uh, to to roll with him. I mean, as I look at his numbers, I mean, he only has thrown for 1,100 yards, but nine picks, zero touchdowns. Or no, nine no. touchdowns, zero <laughs> nine picks, nine zero, picks, zero touchdowns. He's How's kill- he doing? Yo, it? he's killing it this year. No. <laughs> so he's nine touchdowns, no picks. Um, they're gonna they're gonna slow down the run. Len's not gonna have two hundred yards. He could have one hundred and fifty, but that's slowing down Leonard Fournette. Yeah. If he has one hundred and fifty, I'd be very I, impressed. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it, it'd be a tall task. I just don't, I just don't trust Bama's offense. We've yeah. we've we've talked about this. Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't think they're gonna make plays. Derrick Henry's but great, I, and pretty much it comes down to it's who do I think's better, uh, Brandon Harris and Leonard Fournette or Derrick Henry and Jake Coker. But I trust I trust Bama's offense enough, or M- Bama's team in general, their defense included, to make force some turnovers to put up twenty to twenty four points against LSU. I trust them enough for that for that. Um, so you don't you don't think LSU's going to be able to score? I don't think points. they get more than seventeen. Okay, I I I think Bama win or LSU wins a close one, twenty four twenty. I think it's like twenty four seventeen Bama. All right, fair enough. You know, just a couple couple plays here and there. I've been I was on LSU all year. You know, our first podcast, I kind of kind of fell in love with the Tide as everyone did right after the big Texas A and M win. And then you know, just gotta. Sometimes you gotta sit back and just, just remember, remember, remember what you thought before the year and stick with your guns. I thought Bama would have three losses going into the year. That's what I thought originally. It's just I'm not, I'm not that impressed with that many teams in the country. Yeah. That's no, what it boils never, down to. Yeah. I'm not that impressed with Bama. Well, I am impressed, but comparatively to how they've been in the past, yeah. I'm not overly impressed. But I'm not. LSU's been good, and they, you know, they do pass the eye test, and they they've won big games, but they haven't looked dominant to me um so i, I like bama in this one all right i think uh maybe i'll Tra- pick, Tra- pick Durant, Gators, malachi though. dupree will uh will make enough plays down hey, I'd, I'd like to see them bust out yeah i mean i think they're you know two solid receivers yeah, obviously absolutely. if they if they're playing in a different system i think they'd be putting up huge numbers they're playing for different tigers you know they'd be uh they'd be squatting up but <laughs> speaking of uh different tigers I think it's about damn time. Should we queue up Tiger Rag again? Head or? down to Death Valley. Our Tigers. 8-0. At home. Versus number 16, Florida State. That's Nemesis. As yeah. you've probably seen on ESPN a thousand times this week. Clemson 0-3 in the last three years against Florida State, 25-1 and against the rest of the ACC. What happened last time they were yeah, what uh, happened last time? ranked higher against Florida ranked State? Higher, even though Florida State was 3.5 points. Yeah, favorite. they were the favorites. Clemson, getting some respect in Vegas. 12-point favorites. Now 12.5. Wow. Now 12.5. Those Vegas guys are pretty smart. Jay, who would you rather see at quarterback for Florida State, Golson or McGuire? Who would I rather see yeah. as a Clemson? As a Clemson fan. As a Clemson fan. Uh, I would much rather see McGuire really? in there. Um, people might disagree with that. Uh, you guys might. And uh, I'm, I'm interested do. to hear your thoughts. Here's my take on that. Uh, you take away Ken, You take away Kenzie falling down last year from that yep. big touchdown and pass to Rashad Green. 
Maguire has a terrible game. Or a bad game, maybe not yeah, terrible. Yeah, I mean, he, would have, he threw it for like 310 yards. He would have, he, That was 74-yard touchdown. Yeah, so you take a, away a 74-yard yeah. touchdown. And a, yeah, so it was like what? Would have been there for 230 and uh, two picks or something like and that? And I think he was like below 50% yeah. pass, completion percentage. He wasn't that good. Uh, Golson in at Notre Dame was prone to making mistakes, but in the big games, he stepped up. Mm-hmm. When they played at Florida State, he was just as good as Jameis, if not better. In the big games, he has stepped up, and he's going home to South Carolina, where he's from. Yeah, you know, from what I've seen this year, I don't think he's going to be good enough to beat the Tigers. But there is that potential with him that he could just go off and have a special game. Where Sean McGuire, I, I don't see that happening. I see your point. I agree. I would rather face McGuire too. But most of my point comes down to. The Tigers have struggled with running quarterbacks and guys being able to escape the pocket. We sacked uh, McGuire, I don't know how many, just probably like seven or eight times last year. Uh, if Golson can evade the pocket and make plays, like a lot like Kaiser did, you know, a lot of that had to do with the uh, wet weather. But in the Mich- in the uh, Notre Dame game, him evading the pressure and picking up uh, big chunks of yardage really hurt the defense. I think Golson can extend and make plays with his legs. Uh, McGuire doesn't bring that. And back to your point about Golson has the ability to go big or go home. Clemson's clearly the better team. The matchup bodes well for Clemson. I don't think McGuire can pull it out and ball out like Golson can, like you said. And, uh, you know, you'd rather take away that factor of someone being like, wow, Golson could just have a game that's in par with some of the best quarterbacks in college football, and I don't think McGuire has that game either. So your, your question was posed, who would you rather see as a Tiger fan, right? Yeah. So do we feel comfortable in our ranking, or do we still think we need quality wins? Cause, uh, it doesn't matter. Cause we're going the, to feed, we're in. Yeah. So it, it doesn't, doesn't matter, matter at this point? One, one, one loss, we're not in. The committee is going to look at a Florida State win, a, a win against Florida State with Golson a lot, a lot better than Undefeated, you're in. One loss, you're not in. Yeah, it, it doesn't matter. I'm just saying, as a Tiger fan trying to win this game. Yeah. yeah. So probably, yeah. Hopefully, Golson's on the sideline. A lot would have to happen for Clemson to get in with one loss. And if they lost to Florida State, too, they would need Florida State to lose to someone so they can still make the ACC championship game. Which is and probably I don't know not what, happening. Yeah. Who, who are they going to? They, uh, they still play NC State at home. That could be a letdown game after. That's the only game. All right. Forget it, though. Yeah. We're not. Yeah. yeah. It's not even not even on the radar. Not even on the radar. The boys aren't worried. It's I swear. I'm, I'm more worried about Clemson up at the Carrier Dome. It's all right. I'll, I'll be there. Probably won't. No, but yeah, I, I, we're on the same page there. So, given that, then you kind of agree, or given that, I would agree. So, I, your, I your was play still of the was, mindset that I, every, we need every win to be quality. But because if you, we so feel, you don't think it's a quality win though, if McGuire's playing, it's, it's not as quality. It's still don't you people, don't think it's quality. People think Maguire should start over Golson regardless. Yeah. There's definitely people in that camp. People are stirring the pot. They don't. I don't they really think that. He's Looking been better than Golson. With the way Last he threw the week, ball downfield, I mean. It's Syracuse at home, Syracuse. I know that. but A one-game sample is not enough. Not enough to make that decision. Not no, it's not, but he's 2-0 and as a starter with over 300 yards in both games, technically. That first win of his. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> and the, looking at the matchup, we said this uh, our last podcast two weeks ago. I, I like the Tigers in pretty much every facet of the game other than special teams. Um, yeah, uh, special teams are always scary. Cost us a little bit last always week. Always scary. Um, but now that Clemson's number one, mm-hmm. you know, they got that extra pressure. This is Florida state team. They've struggled with the past few years. Do you see any sort of, you know, f- funkiness going on there? Any sort of letdown? Uh, I'm really happy that after we are ranked number one for the first time in 34 years, since the uh, final, final game in 1981, uh, that we're playing Florida state. Because I think our boys are, you know, they Florida State's been the nemesis. They, they, as Shaq Lawson said, we owe them one after last year. And Dalvin Cook's going to wish he was a Tiger <laughs> after Saturday. So I think that they still have the chip on their shoulder. And either way, they're getting up for this game. It uh, it might add a little pressure. Even Eric McLean on uh, Tuesday. McLean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ben Milstead shout out right there. <laughs> um, said Tuesday, he was talking to Tiger Illustrated. He said that. He was like, I don't want us to be number one. Um, he's like, I'm hoping. He's like, kind of hoping we're number two. I don't want us to be number one because, you know, I don't want everyone to get all excited about it. Whatever. He's like, but if we're number five, they might as well not even show up they on Saturday because the chip yeah. on the shoulder. Yeah. Yeah. So I think will Dabo still be able to play the chip on the shoulder card that's really been so good for the Tigers this year? 
I think so. Yeah. Aside from Dabo, too, what I'm kind of happy about is I know one person for sure is going to be able to pull off the chip on the shoulder, and that's Coach Bram Venables. After NC State put up 41 last week, 34 for the defense, special teams touchdown, their worst performance of the year. Now you're coming home, number one team in the country, at home against Florida State. You're playing a team that, you know, you recruit the same guys. These are, yeah, you got these kids from Florida that were all recruited to go to Florida State. You got guys that want to destroy the Seminoles after a terrible, not a terrible, but not a good performance up in Raleigh. It, it wasn't a good performance. By the way, how, how long ago does that game feel? It was just four yeah, days ago. Yeah, feels like it was like feels, a month ago. Yeah. But uh, I, I think the defense is really going to show up this game. Really going to show up. I agree. And what's Florida State's biggest problem this year so far? It's been their offensive line. Exactly, their offensive line. Our D-line has proved they can still eat. Shaq is going to eat. The boys, they're just going to be hungry. I think they're hungry. I think they're hungry. I think they're hungry. They're hungry. And I think that they're going to – the key is going to be slowing down Dalvin Cook, not letting him get much on first, second down, forcing them into third and longs, whether it's McGuire – or Golson, and just letting those boys, you know, whether it's blitzing or just letting those boys come off the edge and just attacking. And the thing with Cook, too, is he'll have, like, a few plays here and there where he breaks more yeah, than he should. Him down. You can't shut him down. Compl- I and mean, maybe, hopefully, they can. I'm not expecting them to shut him down completely. But if you just contain him, you know, shut him down in the normal run game, maybe he gets one screen here, one big run there. If you just contain him, I think you're golden. The, the, the only thing that worries me a little bit is if the offense isn't clicking which it has no signs like yeah. it's not going to be clicking based off of what we've seen. They do have the best kicker in college football history. So I think if they get themselves in field goal range, the, the conditions, weather conditions could play a factor in this. Of course. But I, I see uh, in my prediction, I'm going to have Florida State getting probably not maybe one touch, probably one touchdown, but like three or four field goals, honestly. Uh, sure. So do you think we'll be able to lock it down the red zone? You I know, think Cook we'll be, will able, be to, able to score in space. Yeah. Maybe you I know, think he'll get out there. Not score, but big plays in space. I think, but when it comes down to you think yeah. we hold in the red zone? I think the defense will be strong. That's the, You can't turn the ball over because you can't give them a short field with Aguayo. No, you can't. It's three points. It's free three. Yeah. So maybe the weather will dictate that a little bit more. But that's one thing. The special teams is a little is one thing that I'm concerned about. Definitely. Um, I mean, that that could play a factor is the uh, the kickoff return for a touchdown last, uh, last week. Hopefully, Dabo drills that into the boys' heads this week. So And you're going better against on athletes. Coverage. Going, going against, against athletes. Who is it, Kermit Whitfield they got back Kermit there? Kermit Whitfield's back. They're best athletes you've seen all year. So hopefully they're better suited to, uh, to, do, to play against that. It's funny, before both big games at home this year, let up a kickoff return for a touchdown in the game before. So hopefully they're better in that department. Uh, worried about that in special teams. We should see our Tavis Scott back on the returns. Mm-hmm. He's a little banged up. I, I hope he's okay. I thought Tay – I was looking at the game logs. Uh, I thought Tay was going to have a big game last week because he's been on pretty much in every other schedule. He has, like, one yeah. week where he gets, like, two catches for 15 yards, and the next week he busts out. Yeah, for, and, eight for like, 97. Um, but he's had two slow weeks. So if he's healthy – I th- I'm expecting a big a big week from him if he's if he's yeah. full go. You know, if he could be saying he's a full go and he could be at like seventy five percent. I think he will be a full go. De- full go. Dabo said he could have been on returns and whatnot last week. Wanted to hold him out for Florida State and said he wants to give him the ball as many times as he can against the Seminoles. And I love that. I love that. I think we're gonna use a use a lot of different things that we haven't seen as much this year. A lot of uh, Artavis Scott, Jet Sweeps, you know, Ray Ray McLeod, if you can hold on to the football. And then I think we're going to see a lot of shots downfield this week. And the special teams, too, game, or the special teams game as well. Uh, Ray Ray, he looks like he's primed to bust. Bust one out? Bust one out. You see, you think uh, maybe a kickoff return to the crib? I think it's possible. I don't think he's going to be back there, he's, though. They, they, well, who, they're going to put Fuller and Tay Scott back there. And then on punt returns, definitely be Tay well, Scott. Well, on punt returns, or, on punt returns, I want Tay Scott. Yeah, or or they'll put Hunter Renfro. I mean, as much as I love Hunter, you know, I don't love the white return man. On the kick return, though, I I would like to see Ray Ray back there with Fuller. Ray Renfro, you don't want Tay? I want Tay back there on punts. Okay. And I want Ray Ray back on kicks. That's fine. I mean, I I, I like Tay. Tay though, he gets out like he gets to thirty thirty five every single time. Worst case. Right. Yes, but I think Ray Ray's prime to, to boss one out. Break one. Yeah, I could see that. 
First touchdown last week. Ray Ray McLeod, Deion Kane. The boys eating. The boys. The freshmen are showing out. That's what's just great about our receiving core. As they keep preaching, we got six or seven guys who could start for pretty much anyone in the country. And seeing those boys score some touchdowns, seeing them get that confidence up right before the Florida State game, I love what our offense is about to do this week. Yeah. I think we're going to put on some points. Okay. Let me hear your prediction. Score? Score prediction. Well, and it's it's not cemented in. I know we do our Saturday morning predict. Final score, Florida State, 23. Clemson, 41. Interesting. Okay. Robbie? I'm calling for a big win, too. I think 32 to 12. Okay. Okay. Excellent. Wow. You, a lot of, lot of love for the defense right yeah. there. So, a lot of my original prediction was very similar to yours. I had it being 38. Yours as in rock. No one can see you pointing. As in rock. Sorry. No one can see me <laughs> pointing my finger. Um, I had at 38-20 originally, Clemson. But if the weather is a big factor, I'm going to say it's a little less scoring, and I'm going to go 31-16, Clemson. Okay, so we all have Clemson covering. We all have Clemson no, covering, covering, of course. Yeah, it's, it's going to be at least a two-score there. Unbiased. They're the number, I'm, one, team I'm, number I'm, one team in the country. They take they, care of business they, at home. That's they, what you they do. They should take care of business. <laughs> I'm shocked to see the way the Tiger faithful have all gotten so confident. Yeah. Like, everyone's like, oh, yeah, we're going to blow their doors. Not even everyone's like, not even, oh, we're just going to win. It's like, oh, we're going to blow their doors off. Like, I mean, we're we're a little later to the Clemson fan. We didn't have as much heartbreak as everyone else. Obviously, we have over our last couple of years. But, you know, I hear people who's like, oh, lifelong Clemson fans are like 50 years old. Like, we're, they don't have a chance for us, these Florida State boys. It's like, I can't believe how much everyone has switched. Well, for me, though, it starts with. Not, you, first, you see a guy like Walt Deptula, who's just supremely confident. That's That's his nature. But then you see a guy like Larry Williams, who is generally, up until this year, has been pretty conservative, pretty rational. When he says something, like when someone's going to win big, I normally, you listen. You listen. And he's been saying that Clemson's going to dominate. He picked Clemson to win like 44-10 last week or something like that. Yeah, he picked us to dominate against Miami, too. He's supremely confident in this team. And that gives me a little, like, whenever I have doubts, I just, oh, Larry's confident. Larry's confident, so I'm confident. Yeah. I think there's some real confidence going around uh, around Tiger Town. I just hope there's going to be a buzz. The I hope first... that doesn't get to the team. I honestly, I think everyone's too confident. I hope the team still has that chip on the shoulder. You I'm know, very worried about that. You know, the fans will be bringing it though. It's their first time running down the hill as the number one team in the country. Who told you that's that? That's uh, from our uh, our Sid Tim Beret. Uh, good friend Tim Beret. <laughs> good friend Tim Beret. He wants to get on the show. We'll get him on here sometime. Uh, great guy. That's... Hopefully soon. Maybe after the season, he's a little busy right now. But uh, yeah. Uh, Rock and I will be down there uh, with, with with some Clemson crew uh, cheering on the Tigers. Uh, you know, R- Robbie, we're trying to convince him to make a, a last second flight down. Check my miles. We'll, 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 s- we'll see what we can do on that. But uh, so so we like the Tigers. I like Bama. These guys like. Are you like LSU? Did like you say LSU. these guys yeah, like LSU. LSU? We all like TCU. Uh, how close the game is, we'll, we'll see. Varying difference, yeah. I like them big. Jack small. Everyone likes the Tigers big. Everyone likes. Uh, one quick thing before we leave. Yeah, okay. If Clemson wins two scores, three scores, you know, what we all expect them to do, and LSU wins down in Tuscaloosa, who do you have number one next week? Or who do you think will be number one? In the How big is the win? LSU? I LSU, win, score? LSU wins 24-17. LSU. If it's a close one. game, them, and we blow them out, stays the same. I think LSU gets the number one spot. I think LSU does, too. If LSU wins by more than two scores, more than 14 points, they might jump us. I think ba- based off the respect they've given Alabama, putting them at four, no matter what the score is, and Bama, LSU, if LSU I th- wins. I, I mean, I that's, two, that's, two, to- that's two top ten wins for LSU compared to one for Clemson. Mm-hmm. So I think that they'd, they'd give that as well. But, it depends uh, how we look, obviously. Where, where, I and, hope we're and, in that scenario next yeah. week. I and, really hope we're And not. is there any chance for Bama to be the number one team in the country with no. – if they blow out LSU at with home. A, with a loss? I don't think so. I would have said no originally, but the fact that they have number four in the country, are you um, saying there's that big of a gap between one and four? I hope there is. I think so. If, 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 if Clemson loses as well, there's no, a chance no, no, they no, can? No, 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 We're not talking about if Clemson loses. If Clemson wins by 10 points. And, no, there's not a prayer. And, and LSU or Bama wins by 24. No. Get a, get a new committee if they do that. No, then we have to go beat up Condor. Hey, I love it, boys. I love those responses. <laughs> That's just an absolute – it would be an absolute travesty. It would be a joke – because Bama would just get complete free pass for losing a football game. 
Which is unacceptable. Which they is had unacceptable. five turnovers. Though. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's very. It's very that un- argument the last couple of days. It's very unacceptable. Are you kidding me? I love the Tigers this weekend. I cannot wait to get down there. And, uh, you know, pretty much. We'll see you on the other side, good or bad. Go Tigers. Go Tigers. Spider 2 wiping in.